Hey, how you guys doing? It's the producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to What We Missed in Wrestling, our recap podcast from 1989, the year that we officially stopped watching wrestling. Uh, we have gone through most of the pay-per-views from WCW and WWF. We are wrapping up here with the last two. Tonight, it's the Survivor Series from 1989. On the line, it's uh, Magnum BB. What's happening, man? Hey, what's up, everybody? Good to see you. Yeah. Yeah, this is November of 89. We'll go over the Wikipedia facts here in a second. I am firmly entrenched in undergrad work at that time and definitely not letting anybody know that I watch professional wrestling. How about you? Yeah, freshman college confidence is not high enough to withstand at this point. (laughs) uh, The outing of one's wrestling fandom. No. Yeah. And for whatever reason, I don't know if I took it in the fall or maybe i brought it back in the spring i had our wrestling card game with me <laughs> at, at undergrad and think i don't know maybe if i thought mysteriously i would find you know my secret freaking hetero life mate over there or whatever and i had it and then you know i mean you lived in a dorm too hey clean out your dorm before you move like oh, okay yeah whatever i'm going in the same dorm next year um they took all my shit and threw it out So that's what happened to it. If you ever wanted to know, yeah, what happened to our wrestling game. So, yeah. So this is Survivor Series 89. Next up will be Starcade 1989. And there is a correlation between these two events or whatever. But, yeah, there's no watch along this week um, because all the matches suck. Um, (laughs) That's basically it. Uh, If you've been listening along in this series, uh, we are not huge fans of multi-people tag matches to begin with. And this is that on steroids, uh, BP. Well, I mean, the I, the funny thing about it is, like, you've got, so what, five matches with four people on a side. So mm-hmm. five times. You got 40 people. Like, so you're, you're about to job <laughs> 35 people, right? Yeah. 35, yeah. Uh, up to 35 people are going to probably get pinned or get beat in mm-hmm. some form or fashion. So you are, yeah. you know, you are about like the entire roster is about to lose. Um, yeah, I don't know if they ever thought of it from that perspective, but yeah, there's a lot of they got to give away a lot of finishes. A lot of people got to get beat in this, and and it's not like the people that are beating them are going over in some way because most of them get pinned later on in a match. So yeah, this is yeah. if they t- if they had taken a step back, they might have said, wait a minute, this really is only good for. The people that are already at the top of the card, so whatever. Yeah. Well, and the, a popular term that we have picked up from Jim Cornette is lazy booking. Uh, it will show up again tonight in some of these matches as well. And I hear what you're saying, but I was like, they're also protecting their top guys too, as we'll go through here. So we're not going to watch a match. We're going to go through kind of our initial thoughts on each individual uh, like Survivor Series match. And then go through the pinfalls because I think some of that is telling as well. Uh, So, yeah, the Wikipedia factual information. This is November 23rd, 1989. Uh, Attendance 15,294 at the Rosemont Horizon in Rosemont, Illinois. This is a suburb of Chicago. Third annual Survivor Series. So now Survivor Series started out as a thing against Starcade. Starcade was the Thanksgiving big night for NWA WCW had been going on, I think since 83 or 84. So they had kind of established that night. And then McMahon in the takeover era to be a dick gave away the first survivor series for free on USA. 
And then it became a pay-per-view and then just basically, you know, kind of ran Starcade, not off that date, but eventually will run them off of it. Yeah. And interestingly enough, they, this is one that has stuck that they, they still run and it's kind of one of their major premium live events now. Premium, Yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> would, would these matches be called quads now? They call them oh yeah. No quattros. <laughs> no, they would be. Yeah. Quattros, I guess. Right. Oh, trios, yeah. Awful. Yeah. Uh, so our announcers are, uh, the best part of this whole thing is Gorilla Monsoon and uh, Jesse the Body Ventura. By far the best part of this whole event. Um, we got them the back. First... Yeah, they're back. Yeah, because we do. We have Tony, Tony Giovanni. Yeah, yeah. And Tony and Jesse. That was bad. Yeah, it didn't go good. Well, uh, this is the first Survivor Series where there's only four man teams instead of five, which was the previous uh, Survivor Series, and this is all. On the way to No Holds Bar. This is what this is leading up to in December. The movie, the match, everything possible. I, I, my note in here says, I swear we should create a Patreon and freaking charge people to watch us watch that shit. Because I'm going to need some sort of incentive to be able to sit through and watch that Zeus match and or that movie. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, just yeah. all jokes. I I, I am still no holds barred free, and yeah, I, I would like to keep it that way. Yeah, as a friend of mine, as a friend of mine used to say, the the tagline was "No ring, no rules, no neck." Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, and then I had a note in here that said, "Wasn't there a video game for Survivor Series in our youth?" Like that you could play at the arc play like at the arcade, because I swear I remember doing earthquakes move on somebody at the arcade. I don't know about Survivor Series, but there was a um, there was a WWF arcade game, and I I want to say you played it as a tag team, um, mm. but I don't remember it being Survivor Series. Okay, I don't know because because I, I think it was set up like the turtle game or the X Men game. Well, you the- could have two four people. The best, so the best wrestling game of all time was the main event, but it wasn't licensed, but mm-hmm. it had just about everybody. So I think, if I recall correctly, they probably had a Avalanche s character. Um, okay. but it definitely had like a Ricky Steamboat, uh, Iceman Parsons, uh, if you can believe that, Hulk Hogan, a Road Warrior. Yeah, but the best thing was like if you could get outside and get off the timer and just wrestle the whole time mm-hmm. outside. Then you could just play yeah. on a quarter for quite a bit. Um, oh, we're, yeah. okay. I don't think like, I remember that. The main that event was one. The main event was the one that had the big button, and then like a tag button. And if you got somebody in a, in a submission hold, you had to beat the shit out of it. Oh, the button. Yeah, that, that's not that sounding fine for me. And then okay. the, the other one with the other good one was Wrestle War because you could do. Uh, you could also do like a dive, um, mm-hmm. but I mean, that was one of those ones like a, a punch out where you get the first couple rounds pretty easy. But you had to like mm. dump hours of your life and quarters and of your quarters. wallet into it <laughs> to get beyond a certain point. So yeah, nice. yeah. Wrestle yeah. War and the main event; those were the non-licensed one. There was a WWF one, probably maybe a little bit after this time, but right around here because okay. it was probably Ultimate Warrior heavy, if I recall. Ugh. And I don't remember a WCW or NWA arcade game, but they did have a Nintendo game. They did, yeah, and then later on, with on was that PlayStation that had uh, a couple of them as well. 
All right. Yeah, in the Monday night air. All right. So let's get into it. Uh, match number one, uh, the Dream Team, y'all. And we will play our game of RIP, by the way. And one of these mugs is rough for that game. Holy shit. Uh, match one, the Dream Team, Dusty Rose, Brutus, the Barber Beefcake, Tito Santana, and uh, the Red Rooster, Terry Taylor, versus the Enforcers, the Big Boss Man, Rick Martel, Bad News Brown, and Honky Tonk Man. Okay. I got initial thoughts. Um, a few. Um, <laughs> no matter what we think, we weren't watching when we did watch and we saw Dusty and the polka dots. This pre sapphire, although the road is being set here, mm -hmm. this motherfucker is way over. With. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. I mean, I I remember my perspective was that that he was an absolute clown and they buried him. But yeah. that's not that's it not exactly up. true. Not at all. And and he owned the polka dots. I mean, yeah. he is over as much as anybody ever would be. He, but he, but it's also this like we'll get to this probably. It's like that hacksaw Duggan over. Oh, it's yeah. just like he's just the. I mean, this crowd would cheer for this over the top yeah. baby face. Yeah, I, I, I'm like Dusty came out and those people got up. They started screaming. I'm like. I did not remember it that way no, at all by the no. time I was watching it. Uh, I remember, I want to say we saw him at a house show, probably at Dayton for WWF, and he got, I think he lost on some DQ bullshit or something like that, yeah. and we're like, isn't, isn't that Dusty Rhodes? Like, I, I, <laughs> all of a sudden, like, he went from being the booker and basically untouchable and, like, title yeah. on demand to, like, yeah. clown show. But, yeah, yeah. no... Yeah, this isn't. I would totally agree with you. This is the my recollection of this is not reconciled with what I'm watching now. Like, yeah, definitely he, not. Uh, he owned that shit. Yeah, I was like, damn, they pumping in crowd noise like they do now because people are up. Uh, yeah. All right. So there's that. My other note: uh, way too many Chico references. We did that on the other <laughs> yeah. Jesse Ventura thing. That's just I, I again, I can't believe they don't bleep it out or voice it back over. Um, Rick Martel's tan is out of control, <laughs> um, and like, and his teeth are so fucking white. Like, I mean, it's just incredible. Uh, and this, are we one pay per view removed from his turn on Tito? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, and Tito yeah. still goes, still can't get over. No, <laughs> yeah, that's another note. Uh, so yeah, uh, Bad News Brown does what he did in the last pay per view too. He just walks off. You know, yeah. he doesn't do anything. Yeah, R.I.P. to him. And it's not clear why he's uh, like this is a team like I guess there's kind of like a like obviously dusting the big boss man and then right. Tito and Rick Martel. But beyond that, I'm not sure that because yeah. Dusty wrestled Honky Tonk Man in the last pay-per-view. But I this is not this particular set of four on four doesn't make a lot of sense. And well, I, this I is have no idea why bad news round was on it yeah which i mean we're flying them all out and you know like you said people are going to put other people over and that's just the end of it um yeah he's not there terry taylor I have no idea why he's in the match sapphire does make an appearance in the crowd for this so they were mm -hmm. laying the foundation to bury dusty early um beefcake sucks <laughs> like he's awful like he's like a step above the warrior man like that, they're not much difference between yeah, the two. Yeah, that's a good comparison. Like, uh, not as visually impressive, but essentially the same move set and yeah, you know, yeah, awfulness, yeah, yeah. inability and to wrestle, bad costume, you know, bad mm -hmm. hair, 
um, yeah, has a lethal weapon at the ring. It <laughs> seems to everyone seems to be the titanium shears, brother. Yeah. Oh God. I, 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 this came up on the other preview and it's in one of my other notes too, but just to lay the foundation, WWF at this time, love some cheating ass baby faces, man. Like, it's incredible. Like, it all these dudes cheat. Oh, yeah. They all cheat. Like, I mean, there's no, like, oh, it's like the innocent baby face, you know, vanilla. They all cheat. All was the, it the last one where they, it was basically like everybody against Sherry Martel kicking the shit out of her at the end of the yeah. match. It was like, yeah. uh, are, we're, mm. we're okay with this. Mm. And yeah, and Duggan is, <laughs> Duggan is like, the worst. Is like Absolutely behind, the worst. like two by four <laughs> shot, and then just stand there, like, not exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Awful. And that, and, my and the note, funny thing is that's kind of like what makes Jesse's commentary that much better because he's he ain't wrong. He's like, Oh, you love this monsoon. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, gorilla. Yeah, this is great. Yeah. Uh and my last note was like Dusty's hella athletic at his size too. There's a drop kick in there, the finish is a flying cross body. I mean, he gets off in the mm -hmm. air like that. I mean, he's a hell of an athlete at his size. All right, so let's look at the pinfalls in this first match. Uh, Martel pins Tito, of course, because if I, I, I just gotta send this out to y'all before y'all watch this shit. Like when you look at the teams, you'd be like, man, I guarantee you who's getting pinned first. <laughs> if before I even seen it, so even before I watched this, I was like, well, Tito or Terry Taylor's getting pinned first. This yeah. is fairly obvious. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Martel pins Tito. Now look at this, and then as we go through it, um, hardly anybody gets beat with finishers. Unless they're kind of like a scrub, everybody else is like just standard wrestling moves, which doesn't happen like now in yeah. modern wrestling. So Martel Pensito roll up on a roll up, yep, <laughs> on a roll up. Uh, Bad News Brown gets counted out. BK beats Martel, roll up, <laughs> another yep. roll up. Boss Man pins the Rusler with a I'm calling it a Bubba Slam, not a Sidewalk Slam. <laughs> Bubba Slam, uh, and then Dusty pins Boss. Man with a flying crossbody match, uh, the American Dreams win. Yeah, so I, I, so I the the rooster got a fin he went he got pinned flat on a finish, but everybody yeah. else had, you know, a roll yeah. up standard wrestling, you know, pinfalls without finishes. Yeah, they tried to get like bad news was not within ten feet of one of his other partners. It was basically just jaw jacking the entire time, as I recall. He got like yeah unintentionally tacked in and maybe did some offense but then rolled out and just dipped. yeah he's like uh, forget it like he did at the last pay-per-view mm -hmm. all right there's an afterbirth as Cornette would say a uh, boss man attacks dusty uh you know and beats him within an inch of his life and then uh beefcake makes the save with the titanium shears and you know <laughs> that's pretty much it brother yeah, awful fucking awful there's a bunch and i don't like have notes on them but there's a bunch of backstage vignettes and like uh hey, hey you know we're about to go out to the match and you know and people talking and shooting and cutting promos that are just awful oh yeah yeah it's I mean, they tried like so this first one wasn't as bad but the next one is particularly bad that all the faces they basically take on the persona of whoever the lead is so Correct. when they introduce the you know Duggan's team, they four all have fours. two by fours and they're all yeah. hoeing and yeah they've all lost their minds and yes yeah it's bad yeah it's bad yeah so match two the four by fours Duggan Hart Hercules Hernandez and Ron Garvin again man I I would have picked that Ron Garvin would have got pinned first but I wasn't too <laughs> far off 
They're versus, not quite done with him yet. Yeah. So. Versus the King's Court, which is Randy Savage, Canadian Earthquake, Dino Bravo, Greg Valentine. I my note says this is team team RIP. Um, <laughs> everybody's dead except Greg Valentine. Uh, and then with Sherry Martel, who's also RIP. Yeah. Like, good God almighty. Yeah. Uh, and then in the top group, I, I think only Hercules Hernandez has passed. Um, so, yeah. Initial thoughts. Duggan, way over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, he's just, he's the, like the clown, just hype man, the, a different kind of white meat baby face that this crowd was all about. Okay, I have a, a, and again, Hutch isn't here, but I had this thing, okay. So, if he doesn't get caught smoking the weed, does it think there's any chance he gets the title? Because no. he's really freaking popular. No chance? No chance. Intercontinental? Nothing? Um, well, the Warriors there? Well, look what they were, yeah, I mean, look at what they, well, yeah, obviously. So, you got to remember, like, at this point, the tag team, or the, the title runs were a year up, mm-hmm. you know, a year or more. And they were using, they were primarily using the tag team or the intercontinental title to keep, like keep somebody busy. Like right. we got to keep you in the picture. We're not ready to put the title on you, but we got to give you something. So right. like there was a period where it was the, you know, the, the actual, the actual workers would compete for the intercontinental title. But I think in some ways, um, you know, warrior reverse oh, that. that, right? Because that was just like yeah. the, the the waiting room for the world title. I mean, he was just. I mean, the the problem I think with the with the Duggan and the and the um, the Duggan and the and the Dusty spot was like there was never going to be a heel for them to chase. There was never going to be a monster mm-hmm. heel for them to chase because the WWF almost always had the their face as the, the heavyweight champion and yeah, so they better. would they would just they would screw everybody all night and then send people home because hogan would do what he would do yeah, so yeah, there yeah. was there's no reason uh, i mean basically they just they were perpetual mid carters that would dominate their feuds but had no no role in the title picture mm-hmm. yeah there to sell merch mm-hmm. um yeah i mean it's crazy yeah because all the big face all the big heels would wind up getting fed to hogan yeah. and then beaten and then go into the bottom of the card again yeah so, i mean the it's yeah. it's so like you look at it like now objectively and it's like their roster is just clogged with people that hogan has has chewed up and spit out right. they've got all these mo- all these now monster heels mm-hmm. who have been beaten and are now just sort of cluttering the mid card and that nobody really cares about because Hogan already took him down. It's right. yeah, it's it's yeah. weird. Yeah, it's no building them back up. Uh, my other note: all bet popular baby faces wrestle like heels. <laughs> Why is Bret Hart here and not with Jim Neidhart? Makes no sense. Like no. I, you know, I had no idea why that was happening. Uh, sensational Sherry, scary Sherry, whatever you want to call her, absolutely great. Yeah, uh, she's just amazing and completely under uh, appreciated at that particular time yeah and i think i, think I said that's... this on the last go ahead no i think i said this on the last pay-per-view that bret hart is so damn good like we yeah. 
our bias against WWF completely fucked that up for us. Go ahead. Yeah. But I mean, to that effect, I mean, he was obviously marginalized, hidden in tag teams and curtain jerking matches mm-hmm. and whatnot. But I was going to say, that's one of the things I've taken from this series is like an appreciation for some of the managers and, and the side personnel. Like I was like, I could never, I didn't even ever pay attention to Jimmy Hart or anything like that. Cause I'm just annoying, but like to see him now and the work that they're doing and Sherry and then mm-hmm. that match we watch with like woman with doom, yeah. like mm-hmm. just that's like, I I've, I've developed more of an appreciation for some of the supporting cast more so than the action in the ring right. um, over this whole series. Yeah. But Sherry's no, great. I, no, she's great. I mean, and I'm thinking about when we even get to the Monday night wars or around that time when she's with freaking Harlem heat and stuff, she was still good then too. It's like, yeah. man, right, whatever. We're uh, coming for you. I'm too oh. soon. Nope, can't say that. Yeah, that's the greatest clip, greatest clip ever. Greatest clip ever. Oh my god, I was gonna bring it up too. I'm glad you did. Greatest clip ever. Uh, his face. He's like her face too. Yeah, <laughs> They're all like, ah, oh, I knew you gonna say that. <laughs> uh, and my last note says, uh, pre, uh, steroids. Randy Savage was fucking amazing. Like before he blew all the way up and how athletic he was, his move set. I mean, we're going to get one flying elbow here. Like he's just, he's incredible. Uh, I mean, I I knew it then, but I mean, it just shows now for sure. It's baffling to think about like the, the kind of longest term feud of Hogan's career, um, Mm. probably against Macho Man. Um, and, Never, to my knowledge, did Hogan put over. Didn't put him over, correct. Macho Man, in any way, and in correct. fact, that yeah. we, you know, we watched the one match where he just mm-hmm. outright like, okay, we're done now. You did your thing. Yeah. We're done now. It just yeah, yeah. Flying elbow. I'm gonna get kick out of that, and no, I'm just yeah. No, completely no sell your finish, and then squash you. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's awful. Fuck, oh, I hate Hogan. That don't yeah, work we're for me. Yeah, pinfalls. Uh, earthquake pins, Hercules. Uh, and that's what I'm saying. I remember like he would, the earthquake splash, right. when he would, you know, like around the ring and then, you know, sit on your face, put his dick in your face. <laughs> that wasn't fun. I'm sure Hercules probably didn't Did like taking that. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Duggan pins, uh, Greg Valentine with the spear clothesline. Makes sense. Um, why is Greg Valentine in this match? God, man, but in it to be fair, he still looks exactly the same. We got oh, yeah. 70, and he looks exactly the same. He looks 70 here, too, though. That's the problem. Was um, Val- well, so Valentine was feuding with Garvin, I think. Yes, mm-hmm. and yeah. and or Hercules. Um, mm. I still don't know why Bret Hart was in here, other than that there yeah. was another Canadian in the match. Well, yeah, because everybody's Canadian, right? Except for what Duggan. Well, but didn't wasn't there also there was, wasn't it Duggan and the Hart Foundation against Dino Bravo and the oh, Rujos yeah. and the Rujos on the previous pay per view? Yeah, right? so I don't know if it's this extension of that or what. Yeah, uh, so Duggan pins Valentine, Bravo pins Garvin again with a sidewalk slam. Same move, same hold, same pin. Mm. Uh, Savage pins Bret Hart with the flying elbow which was freaking amazing because he was pretty far across the ring yeah. uh for him to get over there uh he pins him and then duggan is counted out after getting distracted by sherry lazy booking and that's what i'm talking about where they were protecting these people that's where i'm like man 
they're protecting Duggar here. I mean, again, this is after the freaking uh, the marijuana thing. So, you know, I'm sure he had to build himself back up. But I was like, man, he's so over. Like, how do you not have something for him besides comic relief? Yeah, he was the king. That was, I think, the only title. Oh, okay. The title, the yeah. only title. He got the the king of the ring title, but that's it. Yeah. I mean, and again, it's, you know, when we watch UWF oh. back, back in the day, he was like the tough guy, you know, baby face then, but just without the hose and, the, uh, and all of that shit. Like, I mean, it wasn't, it's, it's not that far of a departure, but it's so overt. Like, it's, like, I, I did you watch, speaking of, did you watch uh, the Tales from the Territories Mid South episode? I did not watch, I have not watched any of them, surprisingly. I just, kind of forgot about yeah it. i mean i i think most of them are educational for me but then i obviously enjoyed the mid-atlantic mm. or and then the mid-south but it's the the one thing that stood out to me in mid-south is they go into the usual narrative about the wwf killing all the territories i'm like actually mm-hmm. this is one where uh the jim crockett <laughs> promotions bought them and buried mm-hmm. them and in much the same way it, yeah. we would com- we would argue you know we would we would rail against the WWF for burying everybody right. they bought. So this mm-hmm. this time Vince is actually off the hook. Um, yes, for the sure. The people he took out of Mid South, he actually made into stars, mm-hmm. um, and it was after the acquisition. So yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, yeah, I, I, it was one of those. Man, I need to watch that, and then it was you know, let me get them all recorded, then I'll watch them. But it never happened. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's a match too. Like I said. They protected Doug and Doug and just counted out. Those are our winners. Yeah, because they uh, went through his team and then it was him against the world. And then, yeah. Yeah. He still didn't really get over or didn't. So he still didn't really, you know, get get beat. Yeah. Yeah. They protected him completely. So match three is the main event. What? Well, so it's interesting. I was thinking about that too. Like, what is this placement? But it's the, the backstage stuff to set up the, uh, the no holds barred, the ring, the mm. match, the movie, the, the, the marathon, the yeah. mystery, this whatever it was. Uh, uh, funny you should say that. Okay, so the Hulkamaniacs. I'm a okay. Let me just get this ready. Okay, if you're listening to this and because you like old school wrestling, and maybe you might be a little like I would say anybody that that still in our age group, but like seven to ten years younger than us, probably liked Hulk Hogan, like. You know what I'm saying? Like just being just younger than us would put you in the age range where you might not have had a wrestle buddy, but you were young enough to be like, hey, you know, this is cool. Say your prayers, eat your vitamins, whatever. Okay, so if you're in that age range, I'm about to step all over your childhood here Um, because Hulk Hogan sucks as a wrestler, a person. um, He sucks. I mean, I can't believe we've gotten... 26 minutes into this stream yard podcast and i haven't said fuck hulk hogan yet. <laughs> but do you think <laughs> anybody who was into hogan as a child as an adult now can look back and be like oh <laughs> oh no i what have i done no no i think people that are Ho- were or are hogan fans are probably still in a sense hogan fans because that's your hero from your youth you just like that, you know, that's who you looked up to. And he may be a freaking election denying jackass now. Racist. But that's not the, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's not the person that you grew up cheering for and whatnot. So 
but he's not alone in this. Everybody in this. Okay. Oh yeah. All right. All right. You stepped on Hogan. Okay. Jake Roberts sucks. <laughs> what? Jake Roberts sucks as a face. Yeah, okay. Whatever. He, and as a person, but as yes, exactly. Yeah. But I'm watching this match and I'm like, oh, I remember Jake Roberts. And oh, DDT, DDT, DDT. Nobody's taking away from the finish. Everybody likes it. He still sucks. Yeah. He sucks. Yeah. Like his, I'm like it's like his punches look bad. He bad, bad. Fuck Damien. Who cares, man? I'm like thinking at this, like all oh, this big thing. Your whole gimmick is a stupid snake. Who cares? The snake got like all kinds of screen time in this. He sucks. Okay. Um, my other note here. Hold on, I got a bunch. Match is awful. <laughs> People really love Hogan, though. The Road Warriors should call Stephen P. New and sue the <laughs> fuck out of Powers of Pain. <laughs> and and demolition. Sue and demolition. But no, it's it's more egregious than the powers of pain here. The haircuts, the paint yeah. face, man, it's really bad. The outfits in and of itself is bad. But with the powers of pain were actually introduced in WCW and feuded with the Road Warriors, though, before Correct. they came. Yeah, all right. Yes, but I don't think they looked so much like the Road Warriors as they do now. In this, I don't think so. Like, if you weren't paying attention, you would swear one of them dudes was Hawk. Yeah. You yeah. would swear by it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, not good. Not, uh, let's see. Demolition sucks. Why <laughs> was Jake Roberts over? Because he sucks. <laughs> and I can't believe they built a wrestling angle around the movie. I, I can't do it. I, I just, I cannot do that. Uh, it's, I can't believe that somebody was like, you know, Vince, this is a really good idea. This was, this was easily the worst match <laughs> on this entire season probably the worst pay-per-view <laughs> that we've talked about for this series of pay series this this year's worth of pay-per-views and mm -hmm. it it was just what do they do like everyone that got a hold of hogan got disqualified Correct. then they dispensed with everybody for more people to disqual get disqualified, and yeah. then Hogan goes over. Yeah, in a big way, as always. Now, ain't no, no non fan ain't no roll-ups here, y'all. Uh, okay, so Hogan gets in. Okay, demolition sucks. Mm -hmm. I was like, I was like sitting there. I was like, fuck, Crusher Khrushchev has been in a bunch of important shit, and he sucked. Yeah, I don't understand why they wear glitter now. That's the other thing. <laughs> and then, like, and you know, they get in the ring. This is their. I mean, if you're watching on YouTube. YouTube. This is their offense. That's all they got. The double, the double That's it. Hand, the, uh, two hand smash. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And then Hogan's getting in and doing the same thing. Yeah. Like, you know, you know, and kicking the ring and making it loud. But they, oh my God. I was like, these dudes are awful. So freaking bad. And yeah. So as Brother Beaver said, yeah. Okay. So the pinfall, Zeus is DQ'd like a couple of minutes into the match for pushing the referee out of the way. <laughs> After he no sold everything that Hogan did to him, until Hogan raked his eyes because he's a fucking heel and body slamming. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me, man? Come on. So yeah, Zeus gets thrown out after he throws a Hebner. I don't know really which one it was, but he throws a Hebner. He gets out. Warlord pins Axe. Barbarian pins Smash. 
And then as uh, Brother B was brought up, um, oh, yeah, no, we're going to beat up Hogan. We're going to double team and give him a spike pile driver. Ding, 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 ding. Ring the bell. I'm like, this is terrible, man. Yeah. This is terrible. Like, you don't need to. Why are you protecting Hogan? Everybody yep. knows they were going to win. You need to do that. So three people on the team got disqualified. Correct. And then <laughs> Hogan, I guess, is out long enough for DiBiase to do Jake Roberts dirty. Yes. And then you get, you know, DiBiase was a great heel for Hogan, mm-hmm. but not necessarily in the ring because DiBiase is so much better, but was never going to be yes. Hogan. So, no. And, yeah. And that's probably something to, I mean, again, we saw UWF. He wasn't there that long before he left, too. Uh, so we missed a little bit of that, but he's really good. Like, mm-hmm. DiBiase so freaking good and he was a step above the usual like the usual line would be like a jimmy hart or somebody or bobby heenan would have a monster who was completely useless on the mic to go against um Mm. to go against hogan and the monster would be dispensed with and there was no conflict between him and the manager at that point but here you have DiBiase, whether it be via Andre or the rest of his stable or whatever, is also throwing monsters and, in fact, is a credible threat in the ring, in theory, right. but not in WWF world. So he's yeah. a great heel <laughs> for for Hogan, yeah. but not not to to DiBiase's benefit at all. Yeah, I mean, and, what, and DiBiase became the world champion there because he bought the belt like i don't think he ever actually won the belt uh because yeah. they did something so when like that. andre beat him on a fuck finish and then gave it to dibiase and then they vacated it because you can't give the belt away that was mm. that was and i don't know if that's saturday before night. this or later yeah saturday the saturday, saturday night, night main event yeah. yeah okay yeah I, yeah it and then like oh shit he, oh no that was again. was that was that the, the was that the the twin referee? Did they also throw that in the fix, or was that separate? I can't remember. Mate, it might have. There been, was some yeah. bullshit where Andre beat Hogan and then gave the belt away, mm-hmm. and Jack Tunney ruled that Nah, son, you can't give Jack the belt away. Tunney. God, Jesus! Uh, I yeah, think that I, was before I, now because yeah, because that was how I think that's how Macho Man came got into the title, and then Hogan has already you know squashed him. So yeah. I mean, because I mean, you think about it, UWF probably goes out in what, like 88-ish, 87, 88. 87, and he's I think. In WW- yeah, and he's in WWF fairly quickly after that. Yeah, because uh, like he didn't go through like, Crockett. He, um, I don't, yeah. I, I can't remember if Duggan did or not. Um, I don't think he did either. I think he left straight away too. Yeah, I remember specifically Terry Taylor, Chris Adams, you know, kind of, mm-hmm. and obviously Sting. Um, Eddie Gilbert, Rick Steiner, all those guys went it's over. But I, yeah, but I think yeah. um, I think One Man Gang, aka Keem, uh, yeah, DiBiase, Hacksaw. I think mm-hmm. they might have either they might have laid out and then gone to WWF or gone straight there. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. I I I he's really good. And I was like, oh shit, he's got him in a million dollar dream twice. Oh, Hogan's yeah. out. They do the arm thing or whatever, and that doesn't work out. And yeah, uh, of course. And but well, you know how it ends, man. Like he hulks up, freaking clothesline, leg drop. Yeah, game. there's no roll up here. 
There's no yep, there's no roll up. You getting pinned with the finisher, one of the worst finishers in wrestling history, by the way. Yep. And uh, it's I, I, again, if I this is why people hate Hulk Hogan. This is exactly why people are age at the time, eighteen years old or so, were hating Hogan because it was so freaking cheesy and pointless. And then that hate just grew over time. And then he proved to be a terrible person to to cement that. This is awful. I mean, one one of the worst matches. Everybody in it pretty bad, except for DiBiase. Of course, Virgil catches the DDT because he's black. Oh, yeah. Just a fucking bad moment. Just all around, just bad. Fuck, man. Fuck. I was so pissed watching that shit. So yeah. Fuck Hulk Hogan. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Shit. All right, the main event and the third match too. I really, I mean, okay, I, I understand they're setting up something for later on. That's fine. Come on, man. Like to call it the main event in the middle of the show too. That's oh, did they derail. call it the main event? Yeah, they called it the main event. Awful. I didn't watch the shit three times. So trust me. Yeah, this is this is my sick and Sandman, uh, Batman versus Superman, bro. Yeah, I've watched shit three times. It's like it's doing, what? Like what are you trying to atone for, son? His <laughs> yeah, penance. Oh my god, you're a good person. Yeah, Stop watching SummerSlam yeah. or yeah. uh, Survivor Series '89. <laughs> All right. Well, it's the afterbirth. Yeah, Hogan got attacked in the locker room by, by Zeus, Sherry, Sherry, and Savage. Uh, again, I, my thing about watch that match just for fun. All right. Match number four, y'all. We got some talented wrestlers. I have kind of a bad RIP one, too. Match four, the Rude Brood. Rick Rude, RIP. Mr. Perfect, RIP. And the Fabulous Rujos, who are both alive. Versus Roddy's Rowdies. Roddy Piper, Jimmy Snooker. Uh, the, I have Bushwhackers in here, but my note says, fuck that. Those are the sheep herders. All right? Yep. That's what I'm saying. Uh, so, RIP, uh, uh, well. I, I think I, good riddance, well, Jimmy Well, both sheep herders are alive. RIP. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, he's right. Snook is dead, right? He just died not that much long ago, right? Yeah, yep. Well, yeah, he's not resting in peace though. He, my, he my, came my, back my, up on <laughs> charges and then, yeah, yeah, it took a paterno. Now you know what? I'm just gonna die. <laughs> um, <laughs> my my note here says it's kind of hard to watch Snook a scene and he's a whole ass murderer. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I. Uh, I, I used to kind of like him too, and um, yeah. I, I was a huge Never Benoit fan. And I'm starting to question myself. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. There's, there's quite a few RIPs here. Artie Piper RIP too. I forgot he died a few years ago himself too. Mm-hmm. Hey, just a real quick aside. It's going to come up in the next match too. Okay. So when they ran the first Crockett Cup, uh, you couldn't have told. 1986 me fuck that rock and roll express and winning that shit fuck you talking <laughs> road warriors what she fucking high rock and roll and them niggas lost in the first round i was like to who <laughs> to who don't <laughs> 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 even speak english good so <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's like it's awful. What? Who are the Bushwhackers? I was like, they must be the greatest tag team of all time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway, so that's the funniest <laughs> thing I've heard all day. <laughs> so yeah, so there's that match or whatever. But they're the sheep herders. They're not the fucking Bushwhackers. Uh, but also, my other note: the Bushwhackers are over as hell too. 
Well, uh, and again, clown, you know, clown faces. But yeah, yeah. You, you brought up UWF. I think the first time we saw him when we were just becoming aware that that was on TV was like the barbed wire cage match against the Fantastics. Yeah. And it was yeah. like, oh my God. And then yeah. the next time we see him, they're clowns. Clowns. Yep. Uh, yeah. That is is pretty funny. They beat your boys. I did. I just as I wonder. I can't remember. Did the? I'm assuming the Midnight Express went somewhere in that tournament. But yeah, your boys went out first round, huh? First round. Yeah. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah. Again, like how would I know? You know, just ran like one of them little video montages on like the Saturday Night Show. Mm Because think about like how the hell would we have found out who the fuck won that shit? Not like it was running it in the papers. There was no internet. You had to wait however many long for there's no pay-per-view really at that time too so they would have either had to had you know hey we're showing you the brackets and this is what happened but yeah i remember they showed like a highlight thing on there and it was like a you know a shot of like ricky morton doing a drop kick or something and then you know later on there was just like you know the steel shot of them like yeah you know how they lost the freaking match so uh, it's bullshit man was that the one where magnum Belly to belly tiger mask off the, off the yeah, top rope or something. Correct. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That, that's available on I think Peacock. I believe you have to think. Well, so, maybe yeah. I saw. I it think on it's. YouTube. I think it's probably heavily. We that should we might want to sneak that in. Yeah, we might, that might be the parsley on the edge of this as the Salisbury steak plate yeah. we've been eating this year. <laughs> uh, okay. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Let me let me step on some other people's like uh freaking childhoods too piper sucks too maybe there's a version of him that didn't suck but this version sucks well i I think the wwf piper um had enough clout to protect himself and so he never Mm. had to wrestle and he never had to do a job his like when we saw him here there's just it's if you actually see him wrestle, it's punches. You might get a body slam, and yeah. then there's somebody's getting poked in the eye for sure. Yeah. The double Cheating poke, in the eye. Yeah. and then uh, a sleeper, and that's it. Now yeah. they did a watch along for Piper and uh, Hart six or seven yeah, years down the road from this, and that's and that's yeah more of that. Yeah, but no. Piper wasn't given anybody anything, wasn't given the fans anything. He didn't have to give anybody anything. He was a personality that was tailor-made for this era of WWF, and he didn't have to do any work in the ring to earn whatever they were paying him. And I, so but in that Lord. regard, sucked. Yes. Yeah. But good, his, his freaking promos don't make any sense. Like It's just like him screaming and spitting. Yeah. I'm like, man, why did we think this was good? Because it's not. It's Ah, fuck. Piper sucks. Um. Yeah, Snooker's a murderer. Uh, Rick Rude, vastly underrated. And, you know, side uh, whatever for people listening to this. Now, we've kind of decided we might roll into 1990 because Rick Rude's going to be out of here fairly soon, too. He's going to be back in WCW, and he's going to start a few stinks um, not too long after this. Uh, and uh, I'm looking forward to it because uh, I-, I think we underrated him, too. You know, because it gets so much with the body and the freaking gyrating and all in the trunks. I think we forgot that he was actually a fairly decent wrestler before he got hurt. Um, so he's underrated. Perfect is literally perfect. Um, and then my note <laughs> so says good. his selling is out of control, though. 
<laughs> it's just so out of control when he's actually selling. He has the biggest bumps that make they look ridiculous, but they also make sense at the same time. So yeah, yeah, uh, he, that part. He says he's as over the top on that as Shawn Michaels is, but it it's yeah. not. It's it's like his intent is there, but it somehow isn't as bad. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah perfect is yeah. great. No, he he's, is he's so God good. Yep, he's so good. And the uh, perfect so, plex is that's such a great finisher. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's great. I, I mean, yeah, perfect. Damn, man, probably has a terrible RIPs in here. Uh, that, and uh, did Snooker not pins, did, he hit he hit that he hit that on Snooker, right? Yes, yeah. that's going to be the win. So Snooker pins Jacques Rougeau with the Superfly Smash. Piper pins Raymond Rougeau with a pile driver. Oh wait, that's not a DQ. <laughs> oh. Anyway, per, uh, perfect pins Butch roll up. Rude pins Luke. Rude awakening. So one finisher there, and then Snooker pin him with a finisher. Uh, Piper and Rude fight off. Double count out. Lazy booking to protect both of them. Mm. And then perfect pin Snooker with the perfect plex. That there's the end of your match. The Rude Brood wins. You know, and can, like what the hell was going on in Minnesota? They had all these good ass wrestlers. What the fuck, bro? What else are you gonna do? Gee, I, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Might as well wrestle. It's got cold out here, so yeah, I, I got you. God almighty. All right, there's more. If you thought the freaking main event was bad. Where do you watch the main five. event? Yeah, to the main event. The Ultimate Warriors. With the Ultimate Warrior, the Rockers, and Jim Neidhart, who's separated from Bret Hart for unknown reasons, versus what's left of the Heening family. Arn Anderson, Haku, Andre the Giant, and Bobby Heenan in a wrestling role. Uh, this is a bad RIP one, too. Warrior, Neidhart, Heenan, Andre. Oh, uh, yeah, this is a bad one. Warrior. Um, Warrior. Uh, yeah, okay. So, initial thoughts. Um, this is Tully, when Tully got fired for firing the drug test. Uh, failing the drug test. So oh, yeah. So that's why Heenan's in here. Yeah. I was about to ask, like, who's not yeah, here? He's got, yeah. Yeah. Tully should be part of the brain buzzers. He failed the drug test and got a 20 year ban essentially for cocaine, which is pretty wild in the wild world of wrestling. Uh, yeah. Never comes back until we popped up in AEW. So, which is insane. Um, so, yeah. That's why Heenan's there. Warrior sucks. He's really, really bad. And we'll get to that when we get to the pinfalls, too. Uh, all right, I had a question for y'all, and Hutch ain't here, uh, just to split the vote. Who are you taking, Janetti or Robert Gibson? <laughs> Janetti or Robert Gibson? <laughs> oh, that is a very good question. Um, I may be biased this? because I'm primarily NWA, but I will have to say that Robert Gibson's single matches in his goofy figure four over the bridge, whatever kind of no, no, yeah. full shit finisher. That was so, always yeah. impressive to me. Um, Charlotte Flair took it from me. Well, she goes the <laughs> other way, doesn't she? No, so I... The, the only... Uh, my primary problem with Robert Gibson is like he could never get both feet on somebody on the double drop kick. <laughs> he always had like the split leg double drop kick. Where he was kind of like yeah. three feet on the on that was that would be my beef. I don't yeah. remember anything in particular about Marty Janetti. I remember him being he was fine, like he he wasn't clearly the inferior partner until Shawn Michaels yeah. decided he was going to be a the a single star or whatever. And and uh, so I, I think I'd go Robert. 
just because as okay. as a singles performer because clearly without Shawn michaels marty Jannetty was nothing but i would still watch gibbs robert gibson go over um go over a jobber now you have to measure that against i think marty Jannetty is currently insane and yes. Hoot, <laughs> Hoot is still cockeyed yeah. and very bald um, yes very bald but, yes running it out the back but um, apparently he's got BDE, yeah. <laughs> so yes, exactly. I've heard those stories too. I'm just like, why are y'all watching him wrap his dick around his wrist? Um, <laughs> how does that come up in conversation? <laughs> apparently, apparently, it's something to do in the locker room. But no, uh, I, I did, I, I, his, his finish in his singles match was always like, oh shit, that's pretty cool. I, yeah, so I'll give it to him. I'll give it. To that's fine. Hey, I mean, he. <laughs> I'm watching obviously more WWF probably now than I had since I guess Attitude Era or whatever. Like Jannetty's not terrible. Like his punches and stuff look good. Like Robert Gibson's punches are not great. His freaking drop kicks are not great. You know he has the personality of a freaking clock. Like it's just <laughs> nothing works like in that regard. But the other one is just just like. Shawn Michaels, the other one is just oozing off freaking personality and energy and all that stuff. You know, it just kind of dragged him along or whatever. Well, that's fair, fair. But so it's just, you know, whatever. I, I mean, again, I'm, obviously I'm not going to pick against Robert Gibson, but yeah, I, 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 I get why Janetti was, you know, he could have probably been a little bit more than what he was as a single, but that I, just, that wasn't. And I also yeah. don't remember robert taking a disproportionate number of falls on the matches that they did lose mm, yeah and i, I but yeah. i can't remember i don't know what it was like for for the rockers plus plus yeah. the rockers are some fake ass rock and roll express so fuck them correct yeah yeah great value rock and roll express no for sure uh so yeah all right uh we were robbed of good andre the giant in our lives yeah. um because the Andre that we've been seeing is just terrible. Like, yeah, some I mean, of those Japan he... clips are like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know he could do that. Yeah, he's definitely playing with five files uh, when we're watching this. Because everything is just, it It looks, he looks in pain. It yeah. looks painful. Like, yeah. it's just like, you know, whatever. And, like, and there was like, the... you know, five years prior to this, he wasn't as bad. But they just weren't using him. He was just squashing people or whatever. Now they've actually got him figured into the main event and he can barely perform. And you're right. It's, yeah, it's it, awful to watch. Yeah. It's just like, this is, we, this is awkward. You kind of know what's going to happen. And then, you know, when we get to the pinfalls, you'll see what they do here. Uh, the crowd for this match is dead, except when warriors in. and again, he's terrible, but people liked it. And again, this is 89. He doesn't go over on Hogan until what? 92. Like where uh, I think he wins the title at WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania five, isn't it? I'm not sure, or six. Yeah. It so was yeah, six. it's a few years. Yeah, it's, he doesn't go over for a while. And I'm like, man, what the hell was he doing for all this time? Because he's already feuded with Rick Rude. I was like, who the hell did he feud with after that for three years? So be interesting to kind of see how that goes. You do get a fastball special from the Warrior, <laughs> by the way. A couple of them, actually. Now, uh, then the quick tags of the rockers, like, oh, they're coming in. Armbar, twist, armbar, twist, armbar. Like, this sucks. Like, stop doing that. That's just dumb. All right, let's go to the pinfalls. Andre gets counted out after a, several clotheslines from the warrior. Lazy booking. 
Yep. Get him out of the match. Just count him out. Yep. That's fine. Haku pins Neidhart with a foot to the head. Heenan pins Janetti after getting the shit beat out of him. My note on here says, man, they must have really hated Janetti to let freaking this 60 year old man. <laughs> like, how did they convince him to do that? Um, Shawn Michaels pins Haku with a flying crossbody. Again, no finishers. Uh, Arn pins uh, Shawn Michaels with a spine buster, was actually pretty dope one, uh, for argument sakes. Uh, yeah. The spine yeah, buster again. I know. I think. I think we all, and I think we know this too. Like Arn, completely underrated as well. Like we don't really get a chance to see him wrestle much in this era here, but he's way underrated. Um, the, it just in the, the sec- go ahead. I'm sorry. I was gonna say the, it's surprising to me in the little bit we've seen of them, the degree to which they let them have their kind of matches in this clown show mm-hmm. that is WWF because yeah. they're still. Right. Kind of got that southern style tag team, um, you know, work mm-hmm. the body and 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 yeah, cheat and heel heels. and yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that's that's kind of surprising and refreshing to me. But I mean, they it's a case where they were they 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 were always used in the right role in the WWF, but it's just they they weren't gonna get over or be put in a program because it's just different different audience. Well, if you think about it too, and I've heard Flair say this several times on podcast or whatever, you know, when he winds up getting up there, finally, you know, Vince didn't gimmicking, mm-hmm. you know, it was like, there was no, like you're Ric Flair. There's no need to gimmick you like, yeah, yeah but, that's right. And, it, but he didn't gimmick it, them either. They got a new name, but they I'm were saying. still, yeah, they got a new name. Yeah. They just, they just gave him a new name, but they didn't gimmick them, you know? And again, if you go through this list of people, there's a whole bunch of bad gimmicks on here. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah. So Anderson pins, Michael, Warrior pins Anderson with a body splash. Like what? Well, that, but that and was not even finisher. a good one. It's I understand. It's awful. Yeah. Well, Hogan's like it's not like he, the leg drop. I mean, if you ah, drop your body on somebody, that's better than dropping your leg, right? At least Hogan got some air. <laughs> like Warrior is like two inches off the ground and falling on people like he's so awkward uh, and this wasn't even before he was super roided to the gills like he could actually move around still a little bit um yeah warrior pins him and then warrior pins heenan too uh and then this is where the hatred of warrior and heenan started as well oh yeah because he told him like do not hit me in my neck he had a broken neck from his wrestling days heenan did and he not only closed on him he closed on him from behind and so any heat or hatred you hear from Bobby Heenan talking about the warrior is absolutely legit because <laughs> yeah. it started at this particular moment. Cause I mean, who, like who actually did like warrior? I don't think anybody actually liked him. So just yeah. a terrible person. And so it's interesting. Now we get the crowd cheering the warrior off, right? Is the end of this mm-hmm. pay-per-view, which is yeah. as opposed to every other time has been the crowd cheering Hogan off. Right. Right. Yeah. And then again, I'm sure I, that's so funny because the freaking clip show that uh, Cornette's doing or whatever is about uh, there's a clip in there about Hogan and all his lies. Mm. And I'm sure Hogan thought he was going to be a movie star after No Holds Bar. Like, I really think he thought he was going to be freaking uh, yeah. Sylvester Stallone or something like that. I, I, I feel pretty certain about that. So and probably Vince did too, to an extent. 
until probably they saw the movie. Yeah. Um, so like this idea of building somebody up to come in and take that spot, obviously he fits the bill, he looks the part, you know, blah blah blah. Like I, I like I totally get that part. This is like but when once, when uh Green Bay got Aaron Rodgers while they still had Brett Favre. Yeah, the Patriots got Jimmy Garoppolo mm. while they still had yeah. had had Brady. Yeah, like, oh, it, it's not quite yet. Yeah, the answer is right there, but maybe it's not. And I'm sure when Hogan written them box office returns came back, and it was like, like, oof. Um, yeah, I'm gonna stick with this wrestling thing for a bit. I'm sure like the the animosity between the two of them had to start. Like I can't believe they I can't I mean still it's three or five years later or whatever, like three years later, I can't believe Hogan ever put him over like that. Like I can't believe it. Yeah. Um like uh, like clean on a finisher, whatever. Like I I still can't believe it. Yeah, because cause Hogan talks about how Andre at the end of his career put him over and made him the man. So you have to believe mm-hmm. that in Hogan's mind the idea of putting over the warrior would mean that his career was over. And I guess in a sense, right. he was off to a career of squashing everybody in different promotions, wherever he went from there. But yeah, I mean, maybe in his, maybe in his mind, his WWF career was over at least until he could come back. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, and then well, there's the idea too, that uh, Hogan also one uh, as the kids call it, is on uh team get back crew. Uh like yeah, that's something to do this, but I'm getting mine back, like for yeah. sure. And Hogan is completely team get back. Oh yeah. Or not at all. Like, where he won't put people over or whatever. So yeah, anyway. All right. So that's the end of Survivor series, uh nineteen eighty nine. Our final pay per view of the season. Uh, will be Starcade 1989 again. Uh, not exactly um our time to shine in terms of watching wrestling. And you know, as I pulled this up here on my note about the matches that are there, um, there's some decent matches. Actually, we'll probably get a watch along match in here with this one. You know, uh, the Steiner brothers are versus Doom. That seems oh. pretty rough. That somebody's getting beat up. Uh, for sure. Didn't we Luger watch? And... We watched one of those, didn't we? I think we did. Yeah, before they were doing. Be though, I don't think they had. Yeah, they weren't masked up at that time, or maybe they're no, not they even did, masked. They... Up. Yeah, I think that might be it. Maybe they took the mask off. Yeah, Luger uh, and Sting. Wait, ro- to do? Do they wrestle? T- is this a tag team tournament? Is that what's happening in this? Is that what it is? Yeah, because I see sure. Steiners versus Doom, Luger and Sting, Road Warriors versus Doom, Flair mm, versus okay. Muda, Steiners versus Road Warriors, Sting versus Muda. Oh shit! Yeah, so it's like right. double Iron Man tournaments. Yeah, double Iron Man yeah. tournaments. Nice. So, oh, okay. So, okay. Well, I'm definitely interested in that. You know, I think. Yeah. So I think it looks like it's Luger, Sting, Muda, and Flair on the Mm. single side, and then Steiners, Doom, Road Warriors, and the Samoans. I think this is when Sting is a horseman, like because I I vaguely remember. I we might have even been home for the holiday or something, and might have flipped it on at your house and was like, Sting's a a horseman or something. Having a vague memory of this, and we were like, Yep. Flair, Sting, Oli, and Arn. Yeah. 
that that very much feels like a keep drinking because there's, there's no point in watching this ever again. So, no, we're good. So, yeah, but I'm looking forward to it. There's some decent matches on there between the participants. I don't know if the matches are any good, mm-hmm. but there's at least a, a potential for some decent matches there, you know, some heavy hitters or whatever. So I'm kind of looking forward to that to close out 89. And then, you know, uh, Magnum BB is going to roll us up a, a, a schedule for 1990. And if you thought I didn't watch any wrestling in 1989, woo! I certainly didn't watch any in 1990 because uh, the further we got away from 87, 88, the less I watched until when did Nitro come on? 96? Uh, yeah. yeah. I yeah. remember uh, 96, I probably got the call like, hey, you can turn this back on. Yeah, wrestling is on, man. You might want to turn this on right now. So, yeah. It's just real quick before when we're getting to the hour mark here. Did you ever go to a Nitro? Like live? I don't think so. No, okay. Yeah, I no, had one. I, I I went to some that era WWF shows, mm. but I don't think it was like a raw um just cuz it came through where I was living at the time. Mm. But no, I don't think so. And I my perspective of those shows is I, I was like I bet these are like weird to watch because they're blocking it for television. So, yeah. but no, I don't think I I don't think I ever saw Nitro. Yeah, I had an opportunity to go to one in Miami and, you know, some people that I, because again, people that I was working with weren't necessarily wrestling fans, but I mean, again, Nitro was a cultural phenomenon. So it was like, oh yeah, you know, it's kind of like sports. We're all going to go down there or whatever. I'm like, okay, bet. And at the time I was coaching and I had a match and they were like, come on, let's go. And I'm like, I can't leave freaking 15 teenagers here Mm. while I drive down to Miami. And so I didn't wind up going because, the, you know, thing, you know, the match ran long and I was like stuck. So I, di- I didn't get a chance to see it. Um, so now I'm like, oh, man, that was probably, you know, something that I probably should have done. I mean, not leave the children there, but we um, <laughs> probably should have figured out some other way or just gotten there later or something like that. But uh, yeah, I didn't do it. But yeah, so we're going to roll into 90. We'll have like several pay-per-views again. It'll get to the point where as long as they're not doing pay-per-views each one per month. It's just too much because there's just not enough time to watch all of them. So that's kind of where we are. But uh, Survivor Series 1989, two thumbs down completely. You? Yeah, I mean, I think at some point we'll have to look back at the list, but this has got to be one of the worst. Yeah. I wish I had four four hands. (laughs) Four titties down because this is just terrible. (laughs) This is terrible. This is one of the worst. Uh, Milk's gone bad. All right. So anyway, all right. So uh, as we'll wrap up here tonight, remember you're able to find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, StreamYard, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, rate, review, subscribe, all of those types of things. And that's it. Hutch ditched us, man. He ditched us. It's okay. We'll let him. We'll let him slide tonight. All right, he, man. He carries plenty yeah, of water so, on the rest of these programs. So you got that right. So. Uh, all right. So I'm going ahead and sign off. Uh, Magnum BB, go ahead and sign off. We'll see you at the end of this year figuratively and very soon to finish this off. All right. So we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks or so. Peace.